I didn't realize until I moved to the mainland how important my culture was in my in my life. And I say this because I grew up in Hawaii and I was born and raised in a place where you didn't just learn about your Hawaiian culture in a you know school book or in a curriculum in school itself. It was literally around me constantly from my friends, my family, the things like the experiences we had, the events, the holidays, all of the above. And when we moved from Hawaii to the mainland to Washington and I started homeschooling and I remember there was a point in my homeschool where I was like, I need to commit to a history program. And I started researching all the types of curriculums for history and everything was telling me that in the elementary years you need to teach your kids u.s history you need to teach your kids world history here's a curriculum for this here's a curriculum for that and i was like i don't want to teach it <laughs> i do not want to teach u.s history i do not want to teach world history i want to teach my kids about themselves not just only you know themselves physically but about their culture about Hawaii about their Filipino side about their Portuguese side I want to teach them everything to know about growing up in Hawaii the cultural practices and I realized that there was nothing out there for my kids at that moment and I almost felt stuck and if you're in that point where you have a great cultural upbringing or you even if you don't even know the language but you want to dive deeper for yourself and you homeschool let's talk about how you can integrate your culture into the education of your kids because we all know as a homeschooling mama the byproduct of teaching your kids in homeschool is that you learn a lot too <laughs> that's gonna be a whole nother episode but in this episode today let's talk about why if you don't want to teach what everyone else is teaching and you want to integrate something that's more personal to you and your family and how you can get started with that today or this week or whenever you want but at least how you can get started with it and if you are not connected with me on instagram that is the best place to connect with me and my instagram is at kawai underscore aquin at k-a-w-a-i underscore a-h-q-u-i-n I would love to chat with you about any episode that you have listened to. If you have any tips or if you want to hear more about a subject, like if you want me to dive deeper into something, let me know. Come and follow me on Instagram. Come and connect with me there. All right, let's jump into this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha my mamas, welcome to another episode and today we're going to be talking about I don't want to teach U.S. history <laughs> and I laugh because I know this might be like a what are you teaching your kids Kavai kind of 
episode. And if you're here to be like, what is she actually teaching your kids? Well, welcome. <laughs> but if you're also here because you're in the same boat, whether you homeschool or not, like if your kids are in regular school, you can still take many of the things that I talk about here and integrate it into your life. You can talk about it with your kids. You can have them experience very similar things, but I want you to know that you can integrate your culture into your education of your kids anytime, in any capacity, whether you are homeschooling them full-time, whether you participate in co-ops, whether you have your kids going to traditional school. A lot of these things is very flexible for you and your life. All right, so let's talk about why you you wouldn't want to teach U.S. history. (laughs) And I will give my experience, and if you can relate to it, then amazing, because where I grew up in Hawaii, Hawaiian history was the main course. That's what we were taught a lot about. And it wasn't just from a book. When I try and remember my elementary years, I remember just being engulfed in it through a lot of cultural practices, learning about the holidays of Hawaii, learning about the history of the monarchs and all the way back into how the queen was illegally overthrown, the practices before that. And I didn't realize how much I enjoyed it and how much it impacted my life until I started homeschooling my own kids. Did we get to learn about U.S. history? Yes. I'm pretty sure it was in a lot of our elementary books and things like that, probably sprinkled in there in some um writing comprehension, reading comprehension kind of activities and all the things above. But I remember really learning and diving more deeper into U.S. history in my high school life, not more so my elementary life. And I think that's what made me spark more interest in cultural practices once I started homeschooling my kids in history. Now, early on, We did more social studies type of work, more broad topics. And I still, still to that day, talked more about my Hawaiian history, my Filipino history, like whatever I could remember, I would pull things, Google it, find books and all of that to kind of create something for my kids. Now, now that I live in the mainland and I hear and see what many other mainlanders when I say main, mainlanders, if you don't know <laughs> what that means, it's basically the U.S. continent. Um, in Hawaii, that's what we call the, main, the mainland, the big U.S. continent away from Hawaii. Anyways, now that I live here, I realize like what's more important for me and my family is that I want them to learn about their culture, their ethnicity, their history of their ancestors. And I realized like that's so much more intriguing for one to learn about your history and your grandparents, great grandparents, your people who came before you. And then also like integrating more personal things into it, like stories from your own family and friends, history of the places that you may have grown up or maybe your family and friends may have grown up, seeing the differences like all of those things about history, man, that sparks my interest in, you know, just for learning in itself. But I realized that my kids connect with it a lot more because they can really relate to that more than something from like a U.S. history textbook. So 
after realizing that, I had to give myself grace and be like, it's okay that you're not teaching U.S. history strictly. You're not teaching world history strictly. Like, it is integrated into our homeschool. I feel like by default, no matter what, because something will come up on the news, which we rarely watch, but sometimes like we see something and we're like, whoa, what is that about? What does this mean? Where is that? And I have my kids go research it. I'm like, I don't know. Let's go look it up. We may pass a monument and we learn about that. So we still get history, no matter where we are in our curriculum, in our homeschool and vice versa. Like, I want you to think about what is important to you and your family. Do you have to always put the label or that curriculum out there? No, you do not have to buy that textbook um, for that specific curriculum. And I better get like say a disclaimer <laughs> before I get before somebody comes after me. If your state requires a certain particular subject in order to stay in like um, what you call it in the rules of homeschooling then that is something you definitely should look more into, you know, per your state. For us in Washington state, we just need to teach our kids history. And what I decided to do was teach my kids Hawaiian history. I wanted to teach them more about like Polynesian history. I wanted to teach them more history about their ancestors and their family that came before them. Will I be teaching them U.S. history? Probably down the line, yeah. We actually even did a small little unit study about like the 50 states and all of those things. So things like that can always be integrated into your homeschool. But if you want your main part to be something that is more personable, then let me tell you how you can start. Because that's the fun part. When you give yourself permission to not having to have a textbook, your like curriculum can be anything you want it to be and yes you will learn just as much i'm not saying go to like wikipedia and then like pull up all these random facts what my goal is for you is to be able to create a curriculum out of the things you already have and then fill in the gaps with whether it's google family friends or some kind of book or text that you can find that really supports what you want to teach your kids so how do you start well, number one, like I keep saying, you do not need to find like the ultimate textbook for this. Unless you already have one in mind, then amazing. But for me, I didn't have one like at my grasp. Like there was nothing that I could see, find, or maybe I could ask somebody about it. But the truth is I, I didn't have anything. So what I did instead was what did I already know? Who did I know? that I can use as a resource and then from there I filled in the gaps. So I know that there's a whole bunch of Hawaiian holidays that we celebrate and you can literally google that like what's the holidays of your culture and then you can go further into it like what's the significance of it like what are some practices they do you know what is the meaning of it how do people celebrate it and you can replace whatever holidays that you're not into in wherever you live like if there's some u.s holidays that you don't want to celebrate then put in your own cultural holidays in your calendar and into your homeschool that's a very simple way to get started because you don't really have to 
create anything, you can just go, okay, I want to celebrate, for instance, today is May 1st when I am recording this, and this is when you'll get it. And in Hawaii, May 1st is May Day, which is also Lay Day in Hawaii. And I told my kids, we're going to talk about lays. <laughs> we're going to make a lay. We're going to talk about why people give lays out and the history of it and so forth. So that's what we did today. We literally took one of the holidays and cultural practices of where we are from and we integrated it into our homeschool. Now, the second thing you can do is talk to people you know. So if there is a family or a friend that you can go and reach out to who you know is more well knowledgeable in maybe a cultural practice, whether it's a holiday that they celebrate, whether it's whatever to do with your um, culture that you want to teach to your kids, go ask them. Ask them maybe if they could do a class. Maybe you can ask them if they can just give you some references or resources if they don't have time to, you know, talk with your kids or teach a little mini lesson. But ask them for something. Hey, could you help me out? I want to learn more about this. I know you know a lot about it. Could you give me some links to some places like online that where I can research more? Do you know of like a great book that I can teach to my kids? Whatever it is, who do you know that can help you with that? And then if you can't find someone or if you don't know where to start, Google family and friends are the main top three things you can always just start a conversation with or look up. And that's basically how you can start. Like, don't make it too difficult. Is there a holiday that you know? Is there a person that you know? And start from there. Now, if you know a little bit more about your culture, anything to do with the culture, from the language to the food, to learning maybe a cultural dance, or if there's certain religions to do with it, or certain folk tales and stories, my goodness, share that with your kids. That is education. That is part of history. If you really think how history was passed on from way back when, like let's start with the Egyptians, they passed it on through stories and through pictures, petroglyphs. Like that's how they started sharing their history. Same thing with you and your kids. How can you start sharing history? Well, start with stories. Start with songs. Start with maybe there's certain um, writings and petroglyphs or history of those things that you can share with them and what it looks like. It's really just showing them and exposing to them your culture in any way that you see it could be fun, enjoyable, interesting, whatever it is. If you know the language, holy moly, you're ahead of the game. Like, teach your kids the language. That, yes, it's language. Yes, it could be reading. Yes, it could be writing. But that is also a part of history because you can take that to a deeper level of learning about the history of that language. Learning about when did it start being taught in schools? Was it ever a point where people couldn't speak it? Because in Hawaii, the Olelo Hawaii or the Hawaiian language was banned for years and I was like no wonder <laughs> no wonder I couldn't really remember learning it a whole lot because it wasn't taught so when you think of it that way like that is a part of your history too now another thing 
that you can start integrating is if you already practice something. And when I say that, it's like, do you have a cultural meal that you cook all the time? Start with that. Let's start with cooking something. Is there a holiday that you already celebrate no matter what? Start with that. Is there a song in your native language that you sing? Or is there a song that is sung about your culture, about your history? Like, start with that. For an example is our kids, we taught them how to say the kapule o kahaku, which is the Lord's Prayer in Olelo Hawaii. And that was something I always wanted to learn my entire life, which I never took initiative to do. But then I wanted to teach my kids more of the Hawaiian language. And why not do that with integrating it into our faith? So now we say it every single night with our kids and they have memorized it, but not just memorized it, but understand what it means and how to apply it to their own lives. So that is something you can practice too. Is there a story, a poem, a song that you can teach your kids? So all of these are many different ways that you could start. And then once you get started and once you feel like, okay, this is going good, I, I want to add something to it, then add something onto it. For example, just to give you a timeline frame, the Lord's Prayer took us about two and a half weeks to learn from start to finish. And that was just the Hawaiian side. And then we took another like week and a half to really integrate and learn the English to Hawaiian translation. So they understood what they were saying. And now we got it to the point where we can round robin it from somebody saying one verse and then the next person goes to the next one and the next and the next. So there's ways you can add on to it. And by that time, it's over a month of learning one thing. And that is great. You don't have to learn something new every single day or even like add, add three things in one week. Do not overwhelm yourself. Like the way I look at it is learning about our history, our culture, the practices. It's going to be a lifetime of learning. And I would rather my kids learn at a pace that they will enjoy it, remember it, and really take it in versus trying to stuff a whole bunch of things into their heads. And then they're like, I don't remember none of that. I just remember maybe my mom talked about one thing and then everything else is lost. So also give yourself permission to just take your time with it. Take your time and it's okay to just have one thing on the plate of the homeschool realm of your history curriculum for a week or two or three. Go at the pace of your kids and yourself to know that this is okay for me to just continue to learn and, you know, take in all of this with my kids at a pace that feels good. So I hope one of those things inspired you to start learning more about your own cultural history. Maybe it has inspired you to just look into it a little bit more or maybe just start something with your kids. And if it did, amazing. I hope you get started with just one thing. I hope you just start teaching your kids something and then going from there, building off from there. All right, my friends, if you liked this episode and you are inspired to, you know, do something a little bit more that relates to you and your family's history, take a screenshot of this podcast 
post it to your Instagram or your Facebook and tag me. Especially if you're on Instagram, tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. It literally brings me joy to see other women, other mamas doing amazing things with their kids. And even starts with just listening to this episode and going, hey, I'm going to start this with my kiddos. That really does change the next generation. And that is your next generation. All right, my friends, until the next one, go out and make your day amazing because only you can do that. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha, kawaii.